Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about how your network equals your net worth. Boom, got it. Uh, before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check out the website at pluminvestmentgroup.com. Well, good Friday, sir. Happy Friday. I think that was the perfect commercial for today's show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, I mean, when you throw plum into your network, your net worth just went up because now you can do some more deals. Yeah, unless you're just constantly bringing crap to plum. Yeah, that's true. We <laughs> And we get a good mix of it. You know, the biggest thing as a late, I think people have kind of figured out what we want. It's just making sure we can get that value right or it's a little bit steeper. I see with newer people, they, they kind of miss the, the topography piece because they're looking at it on like a map right and they're not quite seeing how steep it is. But for the most part, it's been a it's been a good uh good run, but we've we've noticed a lot of people trying to get into the fine the funding game. So when people ask me, do you think the niche is getting saturated? I don't think the niche is. I think the funding game's getting a little saturated though. Well it's really easy to just sit back and fund deals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, it's easy and to a point because you're still risking it. And if you're just saying yes to everybody all willy-nilly, that's how you lose some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, easy is in the sense of, like, you don't have to do the marketing. You don't have to – you just have people bring you deals, right? Yeah. Like, you're you're doing on – I assume that you're probably looking at more deals than most people. So I can see how it wouldn't be easy, per se. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing air quotes for people who can't see, like, for you. But if you're just a guy or a girl who's knows somebody that's sending you some deals, it, it seems a whole lot easier. Well – Yes and no. You say easy. I say there. you have to be quick and to make a decision on whether it's going to be a profitable deal for you and that person. And sometimes you have to make the hard decision, yes or no, whether like you can actually get on the property or if it's actually going to make some money. And there's some, there's some times that you have to, you have to be the bearer of bad news and it kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. What I would suggest is if you have all that money and so much money that you're willing to uh, partner on fun deals for people. Mm-hmm. You just reach out to us and let us know that you're willing to play ball on some bigger deals. Yep. Right. Okay. Because I think I think some of those people have gotten that that thought process through their mind. We've had some people reach out and say, "Hey, we would definitely want to do it. I want I want more people though." Okay. Yeah. Okay. So reach out. Let us know. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, <laughs> send it into the show today. Let's let's call it a day. <laughs> so no, let's talk about this. I I did a quick search to see. Where the term net work equals net worth come from? You have to sl- you have to slowly say that to make you, sure you get the order correct. I know I, I <laughs> typed it in wrong when I typed it into Google to think about this, but I guess it goes either way. Uh huh. It works. Your net worth is your net equals your network. Okay, it could. Yeah, it could. I uh I feel like we've done a show like this, and I and you proved me wrong when I went through all three hundred and thirty plus episodes to see if we'd actually had a show titled this and. Because it's such a relevant topic, and it doesn't fit just about money. It's not like finding a funding partner. There is so many different avenues where 
you have different exit strategies, different things you can do because you know people that have done it or you've built this team up around you because that is what your network is, is a team. And so it, it, it rings true and so much true. And, I, and I, I feel like it's almost so simple of a topic that we should have covered it. And I, don't, I feel kind of bad that we haven't. Yeah, maybe we've talked about it, just like haven't had a went whole show about it. Went maybe. straight into it. Yeah. Because it is like, well, I was actually had a couple of aha moments this past few days where okay. I was, that was pretty relevant to me, right? Because okay. like a lot of the things that we're doing nowadays come from our network and they're higher end things. Uh-huh. And having those people in place that we know and that we communicate with and we work with is what really makes that stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so without it, Mm-hmm. things can be a whole lot more difficult. Yeah, and you, you, I'm, I'm trying to go through my head and like see where this would work. Like today, I, I talked to a guy who sent me a letter on a piece of property I bought. Fun stuff, right? We all send letters and we send mail. This guy owns a timber company. And what he does is he timbers and he actually lists properties too. And he works in an area that I work. And, you know, he, just a quick thing, but I added him to my arsenal of tools for this area. He can give me a timber valuation via Google. And tell me if it's worth it and says, Hey, I understand a real estate cut. I don't I don't have to clear cut it. I go and make some money, you make some money, then let me have the listing and I make five percent on that too. Yeah. And a real estate cut, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's when someone comes in, they don't take all the lumber off and they don't leave it looking like crap. They come in and they take off uh, a portion to clean it up and then they actually clean the property up the way it's nice and pretty and you have yeah. something to present. It's a it's a thin it's a thinning. It's not a full clear cut, it's a thinning to make it more appetizing to the potential buyer because let's face it most of the buyers that go out and look at this stuff don't have the vision of what they want it to look like mm-hmm. and like he says you know hey you get some money back that you're going to leave on a table because they're going to come in and clear it anyways when they want to put that cabin or they want to go camp on it you might as well put that in your pocket up front and make that back yeah and that's such a good way to make money too like having a timber person that you know really well is really good because there's a, I mean, there's plenty of people who have bought land at market value and just sold off the timber and got their money back and then sold the property to make the profit. Yep. And that's a play. That's a real legitimate play that people do. That is a play people have been doing for years. Yeah. And, it, and that's the thing about it was we have never once said we've invented anything in land investing. We have never once said we are the first to do this. We may have been the first to say bass boat property. We, <laughs> I we was coined, thinking that. Yeah. We coined a name, but it's... This is probably, I, I told somebody jokingly, this is the second oldest profession in the world. First being, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. cuddle buddies. <laughs> second being selling land. I mean, that's what people have done year after year after year, generation after generation after generation. We happen to be in a time where grandma and grandpa and the kids don't, they're, they're, they're having this transition, this, this transfer of wealth, and they don't want the farm anymore. And so here we are in this time period. So that's what we have to be pushed to push our network to get into these areas, these niches, and these these type of plays because there are so many exit strategies that me and you could just name them, name off what we know, but there's still so many that we don't know that are active plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it comes to those properties that the you know the second and third heirs or whatever wanting to get rid of mm-hmm. like, a lot of those properties are very expensive properties and they're mm-hmm. reaching out to land brokers to realtors yep, right? yep. yeah because not very often i mean it definitely happens but not very often that people in our niche are mailing million two million three million dollar properties right i can think of maybe two or three people yeah. that do and so by having like just talking about the network you know it's like when you connect with these realtors who do those kind of deals and mm-hmm. you're in their 
circle and they reach out to you, like those properties don't even have to hit the market and the, everyone's happy because everyone's making money. Well, just think about the houses that you have sold. You, you sold two in the last month that were off market deals. Like you didn't even get to put your sign up. Yeah. And I, and I, I jokingly noticed that because I was at your place and in one of your, your spare bedroom in your closet, you had your sign. Mm-hmm. It was still there and I, it's brand new. And I was like, Oh, I don't got him a sign now. He's mm-hmm. official. And you're like, yeah, I didn't even get to put it up in my listings because they sold off market because your network was there. The network says, Hey, you got a good deal. We need it because this is one of the hottest markets we've seen in DFW right now. Yeah. This market's crazy, crazy, crazy. And it's, we see it in land too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the land, uh, land is still flying off the shelf, you know, good price and good access. That's nothing really prevents it from selling from there. No, you, you're, you're exactly right. But, but for houses too, right. It's just like, um, I listed a house. I don't want to get too deep in this, but I listed a house and it was for sale for 24 hours and I cut it off. Cause I already had 10 listings and every one of them 10 offers. Yeah. 10 offers. And, uh, every one of them was 10,000 minimum over asking. Yeah. That's I, just nuts. I, so, you know, you, you kind of hit on something earlier, you know, that second and third air is not wanting it. The broker's wanting it. And you know, it's hard sometimes to develop those longer term, those big relationships like that when you're getting started and you're wondering, you know, how do I get into the foot into the You start to create a, a knowledge base, you create a skill set, you start creating people that you've worked with in areas that you, you've worked with. And that's why I continually do use the same people. Like if they've done a good job for me and I find out what they can do for me, other parts of the state, other states, you know, if it's a broker, if it's a title agent, you know, those people that can, they have a vested interest in working with you because you've treated them well and they've treated you well and you have a good rapport, that becomes part of your network. And mm-hmm. that's a, it's a tool in your arsenal. Yeah, it reminds me of the show we had last week. Wealth takes time, but it also mm-hmm. takes time to build your network too. Right? Oh yeah, we didn't know any of these people though when we first got started. No, you're exactly right. As you just keep going and you make those bridges, you build those bridges. Just make sure you don't burn them. Yeah, because I I have seen that. It, I'm glad you said that because I have seen where people will burn a bridge that would be worth millions to them over a few thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. I can think of two right off the top of my head who are living in a camper now. So <laughs> I don't I don't know if I know what you're talking about. You do. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you have to tell me later. Okay. Um, yeah, there's so many important things. It's like, I guess you never really recognize, or maybe you do, maybe you don't. Depends on where you are in your life. You just don't recognize how important relationships are. It's a. It is a. I think for me, I have because, like my and I, I've said this story before. My my dad that raised me, he had a friend that he was always proud of that could find anything in the world. And that, like, it was anything. Like, if you wanted a certain type mini bike, the dude just show up with it, like, two days later. And he always talked about this guy that always could do that. And for me, that was, like, I always wanted to have that that ability to find that stuff for people, whether it was the right title company or if it's the right type of property or if it's hell anything. You know, if it's a car you want or a motorcycle you want or shit, anything you could possibly dream of. I wanted to be the person that could find it. Mm-hmm. And that was where like my challenge stuff come in. And, but over the course of years, you're doing that. You meet people who specialize in certain things, you know, like, so if I need to a certain type of motorcycle, I'm probably going to call chase. Who's a freedom power sports. And be like, Hey man, this is what I got. You got anything in inventory? Oh, these three stores have one, something like it, you know? Hey man, I know you always come by and see us and you send people to us. We will take care of you. Yeah. Building those relationships is tough, but then maintaining them is also tough. Cause once you get going in life, you tend to forget. Not, I not, think, not so much forget. It's just hard to always reach out when, when you've got like so many people. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I think that's where social media becomes one of those things that you can really leverage it. Whether you're liking a picture or you're noticing something, and I, I was going to tell you this. We so 
you sent me on a podcast tour over the last month um, where I think I'd done 12 or 15 other podcasts as a guest. Um, and one of the things that I did, and, I, and this, there may some, some of these guys may listen to it, but when you take the time to look at their show a little bit and you say, hey, you know how many episodes they have and kind of things like that, it's a big feat for somebody to hit 100 episodes. And I went on three shows, and you wouldn't believe the, like the, just the feedback. I said, hey, man, I just saw you hit show 100 just dropped. Man, congratulations. That's awesome. Um, like what they, like mentally what they've done. Like think about if somebody came to our show and said, hey, I saw y'all had 330 plus shows. I mean, you're right. So that moment you have, you have taken an interest in them past just being there for yourself. You've taken an interest in them and their their successes and you kind of acknowledge that and it's important that you're doing that in your your network so when you say it's kind of hard with social media you can leverage that to a point where you see you know we have somebody i don't even think the guy's bought our course he sent out something he his bought his kid a bike and he wanted to send it over to me so that's awesome but it was also his he was on his anniversary trip with his wife hey no i saw that on your facebook happy seventh anniversary mm. you know me and him would probably do a deal together I don't think that he's bought our course, but we've, we talked through social media and that's just one, that's just one little microcosm where you can spend an hour a day or 30 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day where you're looking at those people that you said, you know, may kind of get tough, but you can use that to, to leverage it to your ability. And that's a total Gary V like, hmm. I struggle with social media though. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Facebook. I'm always on Instagram. Well, not always I'm on Instagram, but 90% of the people I don't even know, Yeah, you know, just cru- search cruising through the, uh, search the page or whatever the algorithm yeah, yeah, yeah. that's popping up for you. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll think about like writing a comment on people. I like, I do know. And I'm like, nah, that's stupid. I'm not going to leave a comment. See, I, I, I'm, I'm the opposite. I leave comments on everybody. I want to be the hype guy for everybody. Oh, I've seen them I've seen your comments. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's a, even if it's an emoji or something, I, I want them to know that somebody out there is seeing their stuff and they're interested in it. I, I don't, exactly know why i assume it's because the only person i communicate with on social media is you like you're tagging me and something like like legitimately the only person but it's like every time and i guess because jet you're married to jess but like i get notified every time you or jess make a comment on anything oh really yeah and it's uh, not like i have it set up special or anything it's just on like facebook or on, on facebook okay. and, and i don't care if it's on it's jesus on, your phone on, must blow up all the time yeah yeah <laughs> it's like justin sleeve a comment on this jessica sleeve comment on this and i'm thinking I'm not even tagged on that post. Why am I getting notified? <laughs> I need new friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well I'm sorry about that because I know I do I do post a lot. But again, that's that leveraging that network and it's a it's funny it's funny to me because we as humans we we all want connection. We all want that piece of it. And whether it's for monetary gain or just that that feeling of being a part of something, we we all want that. Now I know I'm gonna have a few naysayers out there to be like, oh, I'd like to be alone. Fuck people. I hate, I hate everybody. You know, and yeah, you, you do, but you typically are angry and depressed and, <laughs> you know, you, you live a life that you're not happy with. But through all of this, whether it's just the the podcast or, you know, investing, I have found that there is so much that we don't know. And there are so many people that have that answer. And it's second nature to them. You know, we're, we're working through the Bond Ranch thing right now. And, you know, this guy, he's part of our network. He's he's spoke at our live events with his father and he brought this deal to us, and now we're looking at three more deals right now with him because we told him we would be able to deliver, and we did. And, you know, it was just he's happened into his network because he needed, he wanted to make this deal come through. We're part of his network. We're we're not running this game. He is. But we were a tool in his network, and we've been able to can hold up our part. And that's the thing. That's that synergy piece of this. And I don't want to sound like some guru CEO that's talking about company synergy, but in life, there's a give and take. There's a balance. There's a yin and yang. What, whatever it is, you know, for every night, there's a day, and they're, they're equal parts. And 
in that network, you have to find that balance because you're going to give some and you're going to give it. And it, it may not be at that time. It could be at a different moment, but you, you have to seize those opportunities to balance it out. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. The whole deal came together because of people that we knew and people they knew. I mean, they mm-hmm. introduced us to the bank. The, yeah, he shot, he actually shot the banks. And you know, the funny thing for me is, and I, and I didn't tell you the story. So yesterday, the lady that we're dealing with the, uh, the, the assistant for the, the loan officer there, she reached out to me personally and was like, Hey, I just wanted to tell you, thank you. I've, I've been great to work with so far. I haven't had any issues. you have had everything delivered to me on time. And I was like, well, yeah, we want to have a long-term relationship with you. You, you deal with your customers that you have. So now we're a customer and you work in this area that we're going to buy a couple deals. So why wouldn't we be the type of people you want? I want you to go next time. Cause when you have to go to the loan committee, I want to be like, Hey man, these guys knocked it out of the park for us. They, there were no issues, no problems. They said they're going to deliver on this time and this date, and they did everything to a T like we asked them. Yeah. Any more to come? Yep. Well, what else you got? Anything? No. I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's funny to me how much people talk about this, but they don't actually dive into it and understand the complexities of it. Mm. Well, I, I mean, it just came to me this week. I, I guess just some aha moments, you know? And it's something that we deal with all the time. I guess maybe you do think about it, but then, mm-hmm. like, when you actually sit down and think, like, wait a second. Look who's all around us. Look mm-hmm. what we got going on. Look who, let's just, like, look how much easier things are nowadays because of who you know. I'm glad it's taken you two and a half years to figure this out. Well, we okay. weren't at this level two I, and a half years ago. We were. You just weren't, you weren't ready to admit it to yourself. No, we weren't there. We weren't ready to admit it to yourself. I feel that we were. We had all of them together. You just hadn't put all the pieces together yet. No, I'm glad you're true. here, son. That's I'm glad true. you're here. I'm glad I could take you on your first date. No. We're going to prom next week. It's no. going to be amazing. That's not true. It's <laughs> not true. <laughs> no, it's, it's, there is levels to it. And, you know, last week I made the, sh- I made the comment that give somebody a, uh, I made the comment about that 30,000 in marketing and 50,000 to acquire properties. I could get them to retire the job. I had somebody reach out to me on that. And he said, Hey, I'm your guy. I've, I've got the cash. I'm ready to roll. Oh, I don't remember saying that. But I did. And I also said, I wouldn't wish that pressure on anybody to quit their job and not have anything going for them. Uh, Cause that sickness made me sick. Uh, I, I mean, I heard we both saw it. Someone else said that on the Airbnb scene, right? Yeah. Give me a year and a hundred, hundred grand. I can I'll give, give you- anybody $30,000 a month. Yeah. And, and then I and I responded to I him. saw that. But give it to your wife. No. Yeah, yeah. You made the comment. Yeah. Now you back it up. Yeah. No, and that's the and you know, so that's part of this the the network thing. This this person's actually doing a part of this deal with us. Um, and it's a it's interesting to me that, you know, the podcast, you know, whether it was two listeners on day one to episode three hundred and thirty and it's, you know, two thousand, three thousand listeners, you know, on this one, whatever that number is. It's, it's funny, but we've met so many people in and out of this. And, you know, there's some guys that do really well with follow-up. There's some that I don't know that we'd ever talk to again. Um, but I don't know if they fall in line with what our, what our network needs or what that, that thing is, but they've become a piece of that. And, you know, so I guess that's a long way of saying that it's funny that the transition period, it can't happen overnight and you can't use that as a, a reason not to, you have to tap into other people's networks sometime. Cool. I think you said it. I think we've said it. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. You, you're looking at me like you you uh, expect me to go on another rant or something. No. Well, I always like to, to make sure you've got your last word out. That's why I'm always like, you got anything else? I think you just like shutting me up is what it feels like. No. If I was going to shut you up, it'd be like, well, that's all we got for today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Instead, I ask. And, and okay. we go on. Okay. Fair enough. 
So you got anything else? No, Round two? No. I think uh, you hit the nail on the head if, you know, if you're looking at working with us. Um, live event. I know we've getting a lot of questions about this, and we are still working through to make sure it's got the value that we want and need and that mask mandates and everybody's public safety and health safety is paramount. Yeah, not really to me. I don't, I don't, would not do a, I would not not do a live event because I'm worried about like the safety of things. I wouldn't do a live event because I'm, I'm not going to put a mask on and I'm not going to make everyone sit six, 10 feet apart. I'm, I'm not, I want all of y'all to be healthy and safe and not sick, but like pack them up, pack them in. I'm not, I'm not going along with this whole like, garbage you see everywhere of like other restaurants and businesses are like we care so much about you that we're making everyone wear masks i'm, I'm not buying it you're giving you're them just freedom, a sheep you're giving them the freedom of choice yeah okay that's not where i saw that going <laughs> but it's here i'm just tired I, I i mean you're gonna get me going a rant on that i'm just tired of it it's already the mandate's already been lifted and it's never going to end in the state of texas, state of texas yeah it's okay. people are never it's never going to end if people don't just start standing up okay anyway well i still want to do a live event Back to what you were originally going, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's got to be. We can't keep doing the same thing every time, and that's what we're making sure that we get right this time. Yep, no, that's and that's the point. As, as people, it's it's on our mind. We are trying to dial in either the place and what the the that it holds. Um, we've have some things in in works that we think it may fit the live event scene, um, but it and it's we'll we will announce more when it's there. All right, guys, this is it for today. It's Friday. We hope you have a good day. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.